Hello, welcome to Daniel Vayon's Sportscade. I have here with me my first guest, my mother, Tina Vayon. Welcome. Oh, hello. Thank you. All right. My first question is, before I ask you about yesterday's game with the Saints, let me ask you, how did you start watching football? My earliest memory is my father. Oh, my daddy loved the Saints. He, he watched all football, but he really loved the Saints. And I can remember, I'm only guessing, eight, nine, ten years old. I did not understand it. He was so intense in watching the, the, the football, I couldn't really ask him any question. He'd fuss me. But it was just good to be with daddy and have that time together. All right. I know you were excited when the Saints won the Super Bowl after, I think, 40 years of not going to the playoffs uh, or really being uh, defeated every year. Yeah, I don't. I, I really don't know how many years, but I guess 40 close uh -huh. enough. And don't forget, mm -hmm. uh, when I was growing up, it was the paper bag over the head days <laughs> when we, it was terrible. Yeah, it was okay. terrible. Okay, <laughs> and uh, did you ever watch any other sports? The sport? No, I did not. I did not. All right, I already asked you about wrestling in the past, so I'll just uh, I'll just uh, ask you how did you feel about basketball when you heard about it? Uh, I only heard about basketball, you know, in PE at school, mm -hmm. and um, it was not very fun playing it. Mm -hmm. And if I ever did have a chance to see it on TV, it was less fun watching it on TV. How do you feel about the National Anthem protest? Oh, well, it's kind of hard to say. It, 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 I was very, very upset that it, the, the protest took part at the time of the National Anthem playing. I was, I was feeling, I really liked it whenever Jerry Jones you know, had his team do it before the protest because it didn't look, you know, but excuse me, before the anthem, let me correct myself, which looked like, okay, there is a protest, but it's not against the, the flag or it's not against our military. Um, like I tell everybody, there there is, there, there are a lot of unjust um, things happening to minorities. It's much better, but it hasn't stopped and as long as we have humans in this world, injustice won't stop. And there, we do have to make a noise and, and have a voice in anything that's unjust. But um, the main thing that bothered me was this, it's the NFL players not seeming to understand that it's a job. They're on their job. Uh, I, I spoke to someone one or two weeks after the first protest. And this person told me, well, they have a, a right to free speech. And, and I just simply said, well, yeah, but will you, would you go on your job and do it on your job, on, on, on your time, your boss's time? Well, no. I said, you know, I wouldn't. Well, that's right. I said, these people are doing it on their boss's time. They're at work. And their, well, their um, customers, so to speak, are all over the stadium watching TV. I said, it's the only thing that 
I cannot reconcile is why the NFL thinks it's any different than myself or anybody else going to work. Uh, my boss tells me me what to do. I don't tell the boss what to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, you always satisfy your customers. And that's what I feel about it. We have about 40 seconds left, so I'm going to talk about when I ask you what you think about this blowing over into other sports, and I'm going to say what I think. Okay. You're talking about yesterday's um, altercation between... Oh, right. Uh, no, but you talk about that. Okay, yesterday um, there was an altercation, I guess it's called an altercation, between Mr. Evans and Mr. Lattimore in the Saints game versus the Bucks. And, um, of course, it was not right what Mr. Evans did, but I was very upset that the, uh, he didn't get ejected. It's always the refs that get me upset more than any player could. There's no, there's doesn't seem to be equality in, in, in throwing flags, ejections, Exaggerate when it comes to the referees, and I have to say I was very disappointed this morning watching uh, a rerun of NFL Network, I think it was, with Dion Sanders, when uh, Mr. S Sanders decided to say in so many words that maybe uh, the Saint was Lattimore, I said, right? Maybe he said something to Winston. He, and my immediate response is, and so what if he did? Why is it okay for Winston to poke his finger in, in, in his um, helmet? And does that make it okay for Mr. Evans to blindside him? It seems to be that there's just people everywhere, including sports, that just have no more self-control. They're just falling to pieces. And Deion Sanders, who has been playing, who had played for many years and has been an analyst for years, is saying, oh, it's cool, if I lose my... Nobody can talk to me. I have a right to, to, to act the fool. But let somebody act the fool on his people and see. That's what I say. Thank and you. And what I was asking, what I was going to say was that I find it um, strange after all the years of all the supposed uh, injustice that... We face here in the United States. It took one one uh, person to start this, and it's gone to the point where, even though basketball players may agree with this, because uh, not to be racist, but I think about eighty percent of them are black. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why most basketball players agree with this because. They uh, because they understand and they live the injustice and they live through it. That's right. But unlike um, Colin Kaepernick, they did not say, they did not bring up the Mideast. And they mm -hmm. did not fuss about that. The immigrants. About the, immig the illegal immigration mm -hmm. stuff. They kept it strictly about home. injustices. Home and home. home. And by the way, that's not an injustice for people who understand what I'm talking about. That is a flat-out fact. You cannot have the Mideast come over here. They will kill us. Well, we have to vet anybody from any part of the world. Right. Because we're not only afraid of, of terrorists coming mm -hmm. in, 
there was such a thing as, as people coming with diseases and there's such a thing of people just that are just violent and it's not that they're um, fighting unnecessarily a religious war like the, the ISIS people but they're just violent and coming in here and they can take our lives what I'm saying is we have enough with the violent natural born citizens we don't need to open the doors to others mm -hmm. we have enough trouble as mm -hmm. it is but vetting is necessary mm -hmm. and that will cut down a lot of violence it's not that we don't want people here mm -hmm. we don't want the wrong people here right Alright, now that, now that I'm by myself, thank you, Mom. I'm going to talk about one of... We're going to talk about one of my ideas for a series discussion that I'm going to start on in two days called the Monday Night Writings War. And I realized earlier tonight, or really this afternoon, because we're coming back home about 4 o'clock, so I was thinking in the car, just riding in the car with my parents. I was thinking about um, how to make sure that I don't make the same mistakes I made Sunday morning or yesterday morning with that with the, my latest episode. And one way of doing that is to look at both shows. And I do not have a call number like they have on Blog Talk Radio. So I'm going to ask everybody who hears this to send me an email. My email address is www.danielvayon. No, I'm sorry. My email address is danielvayon296 at yahoo.com. And if any of y'all either remember uh, the first episode of that year or the first episode that really made it uh, a war, please um, email me what y'all think or what to look for in case y'all remember the matches so that I can give my honest opinion and break it down into 30 minutes. Now, as far as tonight's uh, Monday Night Raw goes, I thought it was great. Um, bitch, not to ruin... Uh, not to ruin the surprise for all the fans, so I'm not going to say... For people who are watching Raw right now, I'm not going to say what I read, but I will say that all this happened earlier today because of the uh, time delay in uh, the UK. So I thought everything they did with the amount of time they had to get ready, I thought it was great uh, recording and everything. And... Um, I'm amazed with the writing they did to add the full, um, to add the rest of Team Raw for the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown uh, match with Kurt Angle as the captain. And I am uh, 
as I was doing this interview with my mom just now, I just, I just missed an important match that I'm going to come back on here tomorrow to talk about. After I do my assignment for the day. So what I will do is uh, say that, okay, so for Alicia Fox, for the for the Team Raw Women's team, being that she's the captain, she has picked Nia Jax and Asuka. The way it looks, because they don't, the only other members they have, only other women they have, excuse me, are either brand new and can be used as jobbers, or they, or one's a champion and the other one's her rival. So it's it's very interesting to see tomorrow because I always watch, I always watch what I miss with my father. So that's what I'm excited about. And then I like I wrote a, I wrote about this on um. Give me sports. Try to see if I could get accepted in the writing program, and I just said how it hasn't been since battle since the original battleground pay per view that they did a Raw versus SmackDown uh, format, and this is what I this is uh, what I love about this here is that instead of it just being the Raw team against the SmackDown team. For the first time since the original Battleground pay-per-view, it's going to be U.S. versus Intercontinental Champion, and it's going to be both of the tag team champions going against each other. Um, just like, and finally, to make it even better, they're also going to have the heavyweight champion, whoever it is by the time of the pay-per-view, going against Brock Lesnar, the Raw Universal Champion. And I also want to say that um, the other night, the Pelicans versus the Chicago Bulls was one of the best games I've seen this season as far as the Pelicans go. And them going to an overtime and winning by, I think, six points was very, very impressive. And, you know, the Bulls have had championship success in their legacy and the Pelicans just just started being called the Pelicans and unfortunately for the past two seasons they failed to do what the what they did when they were the Hornets and that is go into the playoffs and go to the third round and almost go to the finals. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Go and talking about football again for a second. I am very excited to see that the last game Steelers played, they won by five points. It's not a big score, but them winning is what I'm excited about. And I think they've had they've played eight games. Yesterday was a this week was a bye week, so they won six games and lost two. So I'm very excited with the way. Their um their playing's going and I can't wait. I know it's early to talk about this. But I'm already getting excited for the playoffs and I know it's about a month or two away, but I because it's a different sport 
and the format is different. Can't help but get excited early on because of how quickly it comes. Um, tomorrow night on SmackDown Live is an important um, is an important night because you never know when Raw's gonna assault them. However. Um, if things go in according to plan, they should, um, they should invade SmackDown Live next Tuesday. If things go out the way they, go on the way they plan. Um, so it's very interesting to see, and not just the shows, but to see it and know that one of the biggest, um, driving forces in the storyline being Roman Reigns, it's been um, reported that he's possibly not going to be able to be back in time for a Survivor Series. Um, they need somebody... They already have Braun Strowman, but they need somebody... Um, that you know is a locker room leader in real life to lead the charge against SmackDown Live to make it believable. And because nobody can trust Braun Strowman, that's why it's a disappointment. Um, I am going to stop right here. And thank you to everybody. This is the first time I've ever seen this. I went on my I went on the laptop to see how many views I got. Fifty four listens. That's the first time I've ever had that many listens to a podcast. So thank y'all. And I and I can't wait for the future. And I hope to continue to talk to my mom about this or even my father. Because it's really not only exciting to talk about sports or football with them, but it's also interesting because I've never really thought about this until I spoke to a professional podcaster and he said to talk about sports along with wrestling. So that's why this is so exciting and I want to say thank you again and I will talk to y'all Wednesday, and goodbye.